All right, folks, it's another week. It's another day to address the billion rumors in the world of professional wrestling. We're going to be covering that. We're going to be talking about Matt's caster and his freestyle that has definitely got people in a frenzy. That and a lot more tonight, or maybe not a lot more. Who knows? But it's the three of us, uh, and it is time for the Big Go Belt podcast. So let's, without further ado, let's jump into the show right now, folks. Everybody, it is time for another episode of the Big Go Bell Podcast. Your host here, Two Chains, alongside Damian Salty G, and on my other side, Jamal the Giant Crab. Hello. Will and Celis are absent as they are. Uh, Will's on vacation, and uh, yep. um, I is handing some errands. Uh, is this, I know football is on, but not his 49ers. So I <laughs> knows he's 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 always up to no good when when he wants to put his sports obligation before his podcasting obligation. But you know, I I, I digress. Uh, but before we get into tonight's show, I want to give a special shout out to Battle Club Pro last Saturday. Um, man. It, it's crazy that it's only been a few days, but it was it feels so long ago. And now for bad reasons, I guess I just was living in the moment so much and I had so much other stuff going on this week. It was good to have fun being in Brooklyn, New York. Uh Battle Club Pro alongside of the Jobber Tears podcast put on their first show, Jobber Slam, which uh as we see Big Swole was crowned the new um Battle Club Pro Icon Champion beating Tasha mm-hmm. Steele in one hell of a main event. Run that back. It was just a it was just an amazing uh day in all. We were there like all day, but it was worth it. It was uh you know, it's 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 I don't know if it's accurate to say family friendly, but it was a family affair. <laughs> I think that's the better way to put that. It was a family affair. Yeah. But it was a good time and definitely hats off to Battle Club alongside of um uh, alongside with um Jabba Tears, Sir Wilkins, uh, Mr. Black, and Janelle from eight from the HR from HR uh as they put together a hell of a show. So mm-hmm. uh good for them. Um and congratulations. Um so rumors we were kind of talking about what the hell we were gonna talk about tonight and we was just like well there's that and there's that and there's that and there's that it was like what well, shit all that is there's rumors, always so. something bro <laughs> there's always something <laughs> it's a it's a lot of things going on with rumors uh so we are we're gonna talk about that you know who's going to who who signed where who deal is already done etc cetera, etc cetera. so a little bit of a freestyle here amongst the three of us so i'm gonna start off by talking about um the bray wyatt situation uh, Bray Wyatt was released from WWE. He was released under the name of Bray Wyatt, by the way, 
which people were trying to nitpick everything. It's like, why didn't he? Why didn't he use his government name, et cetera, et cetera? You know, I didn't look that deep into it, but you know, a lot of people are already lobbying that he's going to be in AEW. He'll be the leader of the Dark Order. All these hypothetical things, and I, I think, like for me, I just kind of want to focus on the reality of this here. Uh, we haven't seen him since WrestleMania. Uh, you know, the Fiend gimmick has been overly popular. Um, I'm not really mm-hmm. sure how it's been doing merch-wise, but I know it had its own belt. Um, you know, there's been uh, buzz saying that the higher-ups, the Zecs, uh, the network execs, love the presentation, which I could probably agree with because they, you know, when it came down to the to the aesthetics and the presentation of it, I'm sure everybody's looking like, oh, that's, that's awesome. Like, I, I like this character. I like what it's doing, you know? You know, a lot of people talk about Bray Wyatt and his uh, creative geniusness and putting together that and whatever. And something I know Damien wants to probably piggyback on a little bit here is that while all that's good, the game is going fine. He, you know, wins and losses. I don't know if people care too much about that. I think a lot of people are just happy to be able to perform and uh, see that one kid smile, whatever it is. Um, but beyond what we see on tv we know at home he's got a kid he has a wife and jojo who's uh, quietly been released as well too you got Remember? two kids two kids right. yes J- yeah um but we know if you kind of read through his tweets a little bit that you know he hasn't been in the best mental spot after right. the passing of his friend as you could imagine first thing i must throw here is that no one i mean no one not even us has the authority to sit here and marginalize his level of grief. No matter how long ago it was, whether it's today, whether it was three years ago, if he's going through it, he's going through it and just that. That's just flat out that. And if he needs time to process that, then then so be it. And I think it's a little I think it's a little insincere of fans to be like, well, he's grieving, but he should sign an AEW. It's like, well, did you ever consider the fact that maybe he wanted to step out of this contract, you know, and whatever the terminology that WWE uses, but he's released on the contract. He'll still be paid for, as we know, 90 days, possibly 30 to 90 days, depending on the contract. I'm going to guess 90 days because he's he's an OG um, and probably one, on one of those older contracts. But for the, for the time being, he gets to focus on himself. Something a lot of us got to do during the pandemic when we got to stay home recollect focus on our mental health a little bit and 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 move forward but these people never had a day off (laughs) they had to keep going and going and going and going away from the kids never really get time to process the grief that they had to deal with so the fact that he's released from wwe as we know as a fact i think this is just something that we should as fans just kind of take a step back and say you know what good for him he'll have some time to relax do what he needs to do He'll have a job somewhere, wherever he goes. He wants to hit the Indies. Indies is definitely doing some crazy things right now. You can never take that off the table. He wants to go to any top promotion. He wants to go back to WWE. So be it. But just let it happen. This is what this is one of those cases, considering that we're talking about the man here and, and, and not the character, that I think it's right. fair to sit back and kind of say, you know what? Let's just let it go. And I just, you know, it was kind of cringy a little bit that within the same tweets, people were just like, Mental health, but AEW, and this is like what? What? what wait, wait, what? <laughs> you 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 didn't even address the first part of your sentence. You you said he's going through something, Humans. and he took a break. And since we're going to talk about Simone Biles in a little bit, we'll just bring that up. The 
most I mean she's in a whole nother atmosphere of her skill and she had to take a break from performing mm-hmm. at the highest stage at the Olympics because she needed to focus on her mental health and she says I'm not going to I'm not going to compete I need a break and then she returned so just to let you know regardless of all the media and everything that was around you know people have to do that you know and and it, and it wasn't like the media was sitting here like she's going to come out tomorrow because she just wanted to skip this she's going to do that and maybe it were and even if it's still a lot of people came for those people and said you know it's disingenuous you know like let let people let people simmer when it comes down to this people need to process their mental health in a way that they that they need to and ultimately uh with grieving you know allow people to take all the time they need to heal so since i'm the mental health counselor in the room i can just say whatever the reason was he was grieving at some point it was documented by various not even dirt sheets but people close to the situation Mm -hmm. that he was struggling with the death of brody lee that's number one you can't tell somebody how to grieve all right everybody grieves on their own timeline it's not your timeline mr and miss fan it's their own personal timeline now that's one thing if that's the reason you know more power to him to take whatever time he needs as we'll talk about simone Biles in a second the other part of that is that people are talking about well the budget cuts you know what we've talked about nick Khan a lot on this show <laughs> about how he's coming in and just slashing payroll you make too much you make too much you make too much but then again that's his job that's what he's supposed to do when you work for a corporate entity like for instance when i've run nonprofits, i look at the books i see a where can we cut expenses b where can we make some budget mods where everybody's happy and the whole ship's running really well okay so for when people complain that my man is coming in that con's coming in just cutting everybody and their mama you have to think about the rate on return of the investment that people are getting they did it with braun and all everybody else and now apparently they're doing it with mr rotunda where it's like okay you are making multi-million dollars and yes you're grieving we're going to allow you to grieve but you're not really performing so and I, I believe we've talked about on this show prior you could be released and still be brought in i.e samoa joe brought back in so it's one of those things where if that's another reason he was cut maybe his number was just too high a la braun Strowman, and then we he winds up coming back if he even wants to I think that's the bottom line that people are forgetting. When we're over here playing matchmaker and booker, we don't really think about the person, right? What if he just wakes up and says, I'm taking a year off. Good. Let him take a year off. Let him be with his family. Let him just enjoy those finer things in life for him to say, yo, I got my money. I've stacked this. I have a cushion. I don't have to do wrestling. I don't have to jump in. And, and by the way, too, I mean, even looking at it from a wrestling aspect, like the gimmick doesn't need to wrestle. The gimmick is no. all about the presentation Exist- of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the existence of it. Yeah. So, you know, you know, if he needs time off to do what he needs to do, then so be it. He can come back at whatever age if he wants to come back <laughs> to do it the same way or if not better. And as all people like to build him as a creative genius, then you think, yeah, he would at some point take time to say, well, what can I do to perfect this a little more? Well, how can I alter mm-hmm. this a little bit? You know, what can I do to make this work for my age, my, you know, whatever it is at the at the time being? But at the end of the day, it's all on him. All of Right. It. It's his choice. And, and to be quite frank, everybody who's complaining about WWF cutting him, this they, they suck, oh, he should go here. Who the hell cares? 
Is it signing your paychecks? Is it getting you money? And I know we're talking about it because that's the topic. That's the flaming hot Cheetos topic that everybody wants to address. But at the same token, what the hell does it matter? It's business as usual. People take leave of absences. People get released from contracts. This is a normal occurrence. Do you know why people want to bitch and moan about it? Because 90% of the IWC, the vocal minority, is going to complain that he was misused. That's why everybody who gets released, they want to go trumpeting that this person got misused or they deserved better. I'm sorry. I've said this on the show before. They got multi-million dollars to go and do what they do. Some people just sit in catering and eat food for three hours. Fine, whatever. Or you get to go out there, jump on a microphone, have a couple of matches, and still get paid. Your crocodile tears are not the tears of those people being released from their contracts. Yet yeah, it stings, it sucks, it hurts. Take it from a guy who's been laid off multiple times in his career. You get over it. You realize what's really important, and you move on. So this, for me, for me, was I shocked? No. Am I mad about it? Hell freaking No. <laughs> let, let let William Rotunda go do what he needs to do for himself and his family, bottom line. Yeah. All right, Jamal, go ahead and get in there. So here's why I don't care. It's it's easy for us to sit up here and say what we would do in this situation, what he should do for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the bottom line is, is that we're not exactly hearing from him that he was wrong. We're not exactly hearing from him that there was a grave injustice. We're <laughs> actually not hearing from him uh, much of anything. Hey, Jamal, so the by the way, line, by the way, yeah. you, you don't forget when, when people do come out and say they wasn't wrong, then people get mad about that, too. <laughs> Alistair Black, when he went on, on Twitch, and he was just like, yeah, it's a, you can't win in these scenarios, you know? <laughs> right. But, but the long and short of it is, whatever, you know, Bray Wyatt, whatever, you know, Mr. Rotunda wants to do for him and his family, that has nothing to do with my relationship with him as talent. Right. I don't know William Rotunda, the taxpaying citizen of his state. I don't know where he, you know, drops his kids off to school and goes to PTA meetings. I don't know where he pays his taxes. You know, IW, something... IWC would, would tell you different. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they would. But I don't care. Because that's not the guy that I'm seeing on TV. Yeah, exactly. The guy I'm seeing on TV is, you know, some hick from Resident Evil 7. <laughs> you know, that that's what I'm getting. And that's the relationship I have with him. And if that's not going to be a thing anymore, then we move on. So I don't, you know, personally, I separate myself, my talent, and the person behind the talent, I can make that distinction. But for others, that's really hard to do, and I get it. So, you know, he'll pop up or not in due time. And for those that think that he is the saving grace for AEW or for Impact or wherever in the hell he decides to land, I wonder where those cries were a month ago. Right. Where AEW was a sinking ship that needed the patch uh, work of Bray Wyatt, Daniel Bryan, and CM Punk. You know, where was where was that rallying cry two months ago when nobody was thinking about it? Question: Was no, Ronda that, was Ronda Rousey wrong? I don't know what Ronda Rousey said. What did she Ronda say? Rousey. All right, let me let me try to get that up. But go, go ahead. But but the longer short of it is is that I I don't think that this is like you know the end all be all end of the world scenario. You know that like oh my god this is another grave injustice or WWE has fallen so far. Yeah. And just they're just a shell of themselves. And like, I think that there is an interesting theory by why they're trimming the fat so much. But then mm-hmm. again, if you remember a year ago, we came on here and said, well, why is WWE signing so many people out of spite? Mm-hmm. 
So then mm-hmm. now that you have all of these contracts that are coming up, uh, you know, that they signed to obviously a year, two year contracts, and they signed all these people out of spite, and these contracts are up. Bray, if Bray Wyatt's not going to go to work, he needs to go home. Yeah, and That's what the business is. Yeah. And on top of that, I mean, when you, when you say home, like they're not sending nobody in like uh, without benefits. Like you're not you're not going without your, well, your I mean, pants, whatever his you contract know? you know allows him to have. If that means a yeah. severance package, then so be it. If that it's, doesn't, yeah, exactly. then that's the contract that he signed. But yeah. the long and short of it is, is that if he needs to either go to work or go home. Let me read Ronda Rousey tweet real quick. So she said this two days ago. I seen the same fans in quote to air in quotation marks. Let me bring those in right there. <laughs> chanting, we want Wyatt last night, chanting, we want beach balls over Bray Wyatt performing. If the if the WWE treated him, if, if the WWE treated him like he was as expendable, it was because you ungrateful idiots did it first. No, okay, that's not, okay. That's not fair. That, I mean, that's that's. I don't think that's fair, um, and that's largely because it is. It's definitely I don't think one person represents the the mob. The majority. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I do think that that's the problem with the internet. That's the problem with Twitter itself. What's up, Joe? You have that's uh, tuning in. The mob, um, and they have a sentiment, and then somebody takes this one tweet, and that gets amplified. Well, Jamal, I have to tell you this all the time. And by the by the way, Joe, since you're here, I want to hear your comments in this too. So anybody who's listening tonight, jump in the comments. Let us know your thoughts about tonight's episode. Jamal, I have to tell you this shit over and over and over. Please leave your intelligence at the door when addressing the IWC. No, we can't do that. No, because no. It, it, it makes common sense. One person can't speak for everybody, and the vast majority of people still can't speak for everybody. But right. it is in this case where there is a group of ignorance that just transcend over everything, and ultimately, but that's part of the problem, though. That's the oh, other for half sure. Of the equation. Well, well, Jamal. Well, I, I think so, we so, all can say this too. Like when you, when you, when you announce or whatever it is to your friends, family members, whoever that you're a wrestling fan. That's not as a it's almost like a slander that's you you know you're going to be expecting at any moment. Like, hey, that's fake. The comment that you don't care to hear. Oh, or like, yeah. or hey, do you still watch that? Like, you still watch yeah. that? Also another slander. You literally have that conversation at work this morning. Oh, oh for sure. And then yeah. you have to and then like and when I get it, I tell people I'll say, Well, don't you watch that keeping up with Kardashian shit? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, don't you? Or do you really think that Iron Man actually died? You know, on uh, <laughs> at the end Avengers? of Endgame, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, but I mean, like, think, like, yeah, is Pepper Potts really followed an insurance claim when his house got blown up in San Francisco? <laughs> is all the Suicide Squad really dead after the movie? After right. you know, it, it's it's just you know we we know what to expect, but yeah, that that also like that generalization is is what really carries. The label of the IWC, that that pure ignorance. And like, that's why we do this show, by the way. It goes both ways, though, because I can't say just in the same way that uh, one of us doesn't speak for all of us. Uh, It would it's just as ignorant to make that assumption that, well, I'm going to blame the Internet wrestling community for what one or two people said. Um, Yeah. But then again, unfortunately, it's it's what happens when that states that sentiment gets amplified. And and that's that's unfortunately what happens with everything. (laughs) Well, so you here, here's one, my... one bomber doesn't speak for Islam. One rapist doesn't speak for history uh, for Catholicism. 
one drunk driver doesn't speak for BMW drivers and so on yes. and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think that's absolutely the intelligent way, and hopefully everybody understands that there's no 100% anything in the world. There's always room for Twitter? error. Yeah. <laughs> Have you yeah. looked at Twitter? And, and, and in a sense, I agree with Ronda Rousey, because, I, like, one, she's probably speaking up for a friend, and she's probably speaking out of anger, but at the same time, she is right, because if you just sit here and generalize it, then this 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 fits the shoe. But, but, but two wrongs don't make it right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But that's why I'm saying this is premised off of like a not an educated response, but like a oh, I got some, I got a receipt for you, like like a clap back for her friend, and that's where I right. see with that. And this is like oh, so you wasn't doing that before, blah 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 blah. And I get that, but like yeah, by no means do you take this tweet to court and present it as evidence. Like it's not, it's not going to hold. Yeah, up, Tasha but. Stills as judge is not going to hear this case. <laughs> well. <laughs> All right, let's move to the next person. And um, I pick Bray. So who, who y'all want to talk about next? Matter of fact, uh, Joe, are you still in the chat? Because you're in there. Just go ahead and give us our next person. If not, we'll, we'll give you the third. Um, but um, yeah, who who we got next? Pete Dunn. I mean, re- real brief. What was that? Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. Yep. What about him? The rumor is, and this is a oh, rumor, so take it with oh, a grain of salt, oh, is that boy. Pete Dunn is working on a similar contract with Adam, that Adam Cole has. And that he's on a handshake deal because his contract actually expired uh, some time ago. Um, and that his uh, service may be up if he doesn't negotiate a new deal after SummerSlam. So I say all of that to say if he does AEW confirmed. <laughs> uh, you know what? If he's got a handshake deal, if that's that's not new for wrestling. No, For everybody that's been kind of like yelling about, oh, handshake deals are on paper, you know, paper appearance. If we remember years ago, didn't Jeff Jarrett kind of hold up Vince McMahon on like a handshake deal? He was he, to drop the uh, title to China. And before Lex Luger jumped to WCW, wasn't he on a handshake deal? Yeah. Right after his <laughs> deal expired and he then jumped to WCW just because yeah. they couldn't work out something long term. This I- is normal. Here's my thing, and I, this is interesting. Bring up Pete Dunn. By the way, the forbidden door has been thrown off the hinges. Did anybody see Dixie Carter on ROH? What? Um, no, she was on the she was on the Woman of Honor thing Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. it, it is what it is. The, the 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 forbidden door is blown off the hinges. God knows what's next now. <laughs> Dixie Carter on ROH, but um. I, I I don't see these contracts, these handshake deals. I don't see this as threatening. No. I, I like this a lot because this means that people are going to start claiming what they want and not just taking the norm. I think people are going to start lowering, lawyer, lawyer, lawyering up. Lawyering up. Yes. Lawyering up. <laughs> and have proper representation so that when they sign, they know exactly what they're getting. I think when you think about somebody like Adam Cole, he has to sit back and say, well, I know my talent can get me signed anywhere, but I sure as hell love this up, up, down, down stuff. I seen how y'all just did my man Breeze. I ain't trying to go down that path. Uh, so I'm not just going to just sign my renewal here. Let's just work this day to day till we can get, you know, something worked out and we'll figure it out. And I, and I think that's a smart. If we're, if we're going to start to now talk about contracts much more and more, I think we're going to start seeing very unique deals done that the internet can't predict and that the language in it is only between that person and their lawyers. And it's just going to be that instead of it just being, do you want option a, do you want option B or do you want option C? And there's going to people who's going to say, none of those work for me. 
And you have to also think in the, in the world of content creators and Twitch, Cameo, um, other form of endorsements, Netflix, your own uh, your own copyrights to your own name and tout. Your, your music, tout, OnlyFans, uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> Black Planet. If all this stuff is coming back, <laughs> Angel Fire exclusive. I mean, they, they go that. They go that. <laughs> Angel Fire. <laughs> Live journal, <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> but I just think now that people are just more aware of what they need to be responsible for. I mean, Keith right. Lee is one thing, Mia Yim's another thing. Um, you know, Zelina Vega, all these people that you know had disagreements because they wanted stuff that wasn't Adam addressed in themselves. Uh apparently his he had a trademark issue uh in WWE because they kind of goofed on the paperwork. And mm-hmm. originally, when they filed for the trademark, he signed it over. Except uh, when they when he signed it over, they didn't acknowledge the fact that he's been using that name since before WWE, which mm-hmm. means that he's the original owner. Which means that you know he's basically leasing that name to them. And yeah. once he leaves WWE, it will revert back to him as the original owner. So because that paperwork wasn't clear, um, Adam Cole can go leave with his name. And I yeah. thought that was, you know, isn't that the same thing with Samoa Joe too? How he was able to just keep his name because he was wrestling well, with well, 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 yeah, well, no, similar, I'll, yeah. I'll, but but I'll say this though. Then this also starts to make you think. Well, how much were they educating them in TNA? Because everybody right. in TNA had no issues in their name and their usage and their likeness of their names anywhere they went. AJ Styles won, and Samoa Joe being the next. So you have to think maybe the education was being brought there, and they had proper representation. From Anthem and whoever was uh, uh, whoever owned them beforehand, but you know this is just again this is actually a good thing to me that we're starting to see people not just taking the vanilla contracts, where people are starting saying, "Hey, I need to make but, sure this works what I need to be what I need that gets you what you want, but protects me for what I have." But remember, also the climate has changed. Where uh, you know when we talked to Jordan Grace three four years ago, her goal full stop was WWE. That was the end all be all. That was the end of the road for her. That's where she needed to be, as she told us years ago. Now, I would argue that the game has changed. Maybe, maybe it hasn't. You know, we I can't put words in the mouth, but the bottom line is, is that there's so many different avenues now where it's not just WWE has the it's it's the talent's market now. Yeah. Not, and, and not to mention you think WWE said, well, they obviously can pay me the most. That may not all that may not be true. Yeah. But, but it also depends on what you want. I mean, like, if you want just a job painting soup cans, then cool. You could be a painter painting soup cans and get paid a decent amount of money to do that. But if yeah. you want to be an artist and express yourself, that may take a little bit more work to find a company that works that works best yeah. in your interest. Yeah. So with that said, uh, you know, obviously WWE fits a lot of people's styles. It fits a lot of people's uh, – AEW fits a lot of people's styles. New Japan fits a lot of people's styles. Um, but it depends on what you want. And now since the advent of streaming and third party uh, revenue streams, you know, whereas I just got to make it to WWE. And once I get that merch contract, I'm golden. Now it's like, well, if if I make it to WWE, cool, I can print my own merch into Pro, Pro Wrestling Tees. I can publish yeah. my own book on Amazon. Yep. I can yeah. start my own Twitch, OnlyFans, whatever, third party stream on Cameo. Um, and, and do that. I can partner with these other brands myself and make my own brand myself. Um, and that's assuming that you don't want to be a musician or you don't want to be a, a whatever 
actual career outside of, of wrestling. So the, the door is really wide open for talent. And I think that this is kind of a, a renaissance uh, for talent and companies. Uh, we saw the same thing in music maybe 10 years ago, where YouTube and then and, and Napster and SoundCloud kind of opened the door for musicians that don't have to get pigeonholed into these you know, 10-album contracts over 15 years. Yeah. You know, that were the, the contracts that Snoop Dogg and Taylor Swift got into and JoJo got into. and Three, uh, 360s. Exactly. So we don't have to uh, <laughs> do that in, as much anymore. But then yeah. again, it depends on what you want to do. If you want to, yeah. you know, have more control, you're going to have to work for it. If you want, if you don't care about that and want all the money, then that may be a thing too. So, but at least you have options. And that's a yeah, good thing. that's a good thing. Absolutely. All right. Well, look, let's hit commercial really quick. Uh, we may have a little bit more rumor stuff, but then let's obviously talk about Mascaster um, and the freestyle that was heard around the world. So, yeah. Without further ado, let's hear Damien voice. One more time. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in one of those dinner ruts? So with HelloFresh, you'll get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door, where you can skip all the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable, because to me, that matters. You can enjoy cooking and getting dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less with over 25 recipes to choose from. Each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness as well as simplicity. Now, I'm looking over here at the hot honey Brussels and ricotta flatbread, the balsamic fig chicken, and the chicken over garlic parmesan spaghetti. My mouth is watering as I say this to you right now. Go to the link in our show notes below to get $80 off, including the free shipping on HelloFresh, which is your number one meal kit. Again, go to the link down below in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh. Yeah, you t- you tell me that don't sound like a deal. <laughs> $80 off, huh? Yeah, food. So when I do these reads, I get hungry. So I'm, I'm all about that. <laughs> um, CM Punk. AW is it happening? Do you care? What is don't your thoughts? Don't care. Don't care. I, I, I don't care. Like I wasn't on last week, so let me just say real quick: wherever Punk Danielson go, as long as they're happy, I don't give two s's, man. Just let them go. Let them make their money. If you want to be a fan and support, great. If you want to be a jackass and don't support, great. But just do it over there, away from the rest of us who don't really give two shits about it and just will watch the program. That's it. Yeah. Uh, also, just okay. The, the fans will be happy. If he comes, they'll be mad if he doesn't come, and you can re- 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 you can vice versa that, and it still makes sense. So and the world keeps on spinning. So keep it moving. <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Again, same thing with Punk. Like if he's happy, if he puts on good matches, I'm sure a lot of people will talk about. It. They'll be like, "Oh my god, it's so amazing!" But for us, it's cool. Daniel Bryan gets to do what he loves. He gets to go home to his family more often than not. At least he's not. As long as he's not Cody Christ, I don't care. <laughs> Hey man, Cody Christ retired last night. Thank you. I don't know if I want to be excited about uh, an old business. You know, like AEW is supposed to be the new thing. Then we have a lot of new people, a lot of new young stars and and talent they're evaluating and bringing up. And people are excited for a guy that hasn't wrestled in seven, eight years, and another guy that hasn't you know wrestled um, in a meaningful way in, in a year and a half. So. I don't, I'm not going to get excited for old business. Yeah, Punk is overhyped, and everybody's keep talking about give him a mic and et cetera, et cetera. I, look, it, it, 
I, I don't see the buzz. Like, I just don't. But yeah, I well, that see- told y'all if he was going to be on behind the mic for uh, Rampage, that's a good addition because he gets to do you know the color commentary on a broadcast. That's a good thing for him. It takes the ring, you know, the abuse of the ring away from him, and he can still do what he does. But as far as him being in the ring, I, I, everyone's clamoring for the sixty-minute Iron Man match with Daniel Bryan. I don't care. What? what I, who? Wait, what? People are whining, talking about. Oh, we need to Gabby. see them do like an Iron Man match. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you yeah. don't. They did a two out three falls match back in what 2015, 2014. Go watch that back on WWE. That's fine. I'm I'm okay. I mean, my I'm I'm not even going to give it any more attention. But Joe, to your comment. Honestly, as he as he states, honestly, don't care about Punk. Rather see mm-hmm. Brian Danielson. Yeah, me too. And I also rather see Brian Danielson and Impact. And that's something I'm still lobbying for. You're still holding on makes, to that, aren't you? <laughs> I, I think it, I just think it makes the most sense. I don't see somebody of his caliber coming to a company to not have a seat at the highest table. And if you think for one minute that he's going to be up there with the e, e, EPs and EVPs mm-hmm. or whatever they are, mm-hmm. it's not happening. Because then if you do that, then you have to think about everybody else that just signed. Like, oh, Andrade and, as you said, Malachi Black. Like, you think that they're not going to sit back around and, and have envy of, like, well, why him? And then you're going to put Punk at the table and right. then Jericho and then the Bucks. Oh, and by the way, you do all of this. And then what about your hottest commodity? The, the, the Their biggest signing since day one to me. And that was... um. Uh, what's his name uh, that just lost to uh, why can't why, why can't I think of his name that just lost to uh, Kenny Omega That's, so he's not going to be in the title match now Hangman Page Hangman Page who is clearly the biggest one that you had to get signed because he had the most talent to go anywhere and of his age to be, go to any company and be a mega star so the fact yeah. that got him in AEW was a huge deal and and then now you say like well he doesn't even have a seat at the table and, and and you're signing other people to have a seat at the table and if you're not signing them to have a seat at the table you're going to tell me that you're going to have them come in and they're not going to want a seat at the table can you imagine punk coming in and saying like yeah i'll, I'll sit over there with the, the regular guys that ain't happening <laughs> i see a huge <laughs> conflict issue uh there's gonna be a lot of permeation needed but uh yeah, Malachi Black coming out. I, I was excited for it too. Um, he retired Cody Christ. I'm very happy about that. I hope it's permanent. And I wouldn't be, <laughs> I wouldn't feel sorry if it's any other way. But obviously, we know Cody is going to be home with the with the family. And this is a uh, uh, a typical, pretty standard write off for him for the time being. Basically, taking a, a vacation. He's taking yes. a mini vacation. And he and put then his he'll boot come out back with black hair. Yeah, you know, it's fine. Exactly. Put his boot in the ring. It's so corny. Time for That's Cody what I said. Jericho. He's half retired. And like step away <laughs> from the table and make room. I mean, look, Jericho's not going nowhere. Because at this point, Jericho has burnt his bridge. He's not going nowhere after this. I don't there's no I don't think there's an opportunity for him to go back to WWE after this. So no, he's he's going to be commentary on Rampage starting in August. I mean starting well, then, when they debut next week. Well well then yeah, there you go. He's yeah. he's gonna be at the table for a long time and he's gonna milk every dollar he can there. And I'll tell you when he does decide to leave, that will be interesting. Because he as we know, he doesn't have much loyalty. He'll he'll run a company dry if he could. So um who else? Ruby Wright signing to AEW is another rumor reactions again i think me me and jamal the the two you don't want to give reactions because we're just gonna say okay and yeah, i mean she, she would have to do something first uh, right. like, i haven't seen her in forever 
And the last time I saw her, it wasn't good on, on WWE television. So yeah. I really haven't seen the Ruby Riot that I'm expecting in four, five, six years. Yeah, since yeah. she was Heidi Lovelace. Yeah, I'm waiting for Heidi Lovelace to show up. Because Ruby Which Riot is- was, not, was not great. So do I really want to see an old Heidi Lovelace? Yeah, and this is why, again, this is why I said that Impact made sense for her to be next to one of her her old best friends and really get back to doing what they do best. It, it could happen in AEW, but I just I, 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 right now it's as hard to get invested as that being like a big thing. And, and to be fair, it's the women's division, and as much as right. I would want to see the women's division do better, they can sign everybody. They still gotta make them do something. They gotta have more <laughs> than gotta one pre- match. They gotta per, present them for <laughs> dynamite. Right. By the way, by the way, this. Just by the display of Swole and Tasha Steels this weekend and how good they were, it's just like utterly crazy. And I whispered to Jamal, I was like, and why hasn't this happened yet? Like the two the of them for- wrestle? The forbidden door thing. Why hasn't this happened yet? <laughs> no one thought about it beside Battle Club, apparently. Oops. Yeah. Oops. So um Anyway, let's get the Matt's caster. I don't, there's probably like a billion more rumors out there that I don't oh, know. Yeah, Rip Flair, Flair versus Sting is apparently being booked. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. We're moving to Max caster. We're not even going into yeah. this. No, so no, look, no. Let's let's just let's just make this simple. Let's bring the video in because this is the only last video of this <laughs> on the internet left. One more, one more time for the people in the back. The acclaimed kicking ass for miles. Make you claim mental health like Simone Biles. The side gal's gonna pay the cost. I'ma treat those bitches like Duke Lacrosse. The blondes say they the best, but those dudes are bigger than a PCR test. And what's that smell here in North Carolina? Oh, wait, that's Julius. All right, folks. Let's 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 talk about this. Let's talk about this. So, um, this obviously has had a lot of people in mixed feelings. Mm-hmm. I think the important thing to know is that this is the last video online ever of this ever because Tony Khan <laughs> sweeped the entire internet of this, which is which is half that statement's half true. Like there are still videos out there, but he did sweep it, um, and he re-edited it dark so that this intro doesn't exist. Right. Let's talk about Mass Caster for a minute, who just put out another freestyle, by the way, but we're not even going to even listen to it because it's really not important. But it's part of his gimmick. It's on TMZ, by the way. It's part of his gimmick of being yeah, he, a... He does a weekly thing on TMZ, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it does it. And, you know, this is one of those type of things where um, he is the cringy freestyler. I think that's the word that they're using out here, whatever it may be. First thing I'm going to say is, if you're offended by this, um, then... That's your personal preference. That's that's yeah. just how you feel. If you are offended by it, then that's 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 that. You also have to understand too that um Tony Khan, who now says he's going to have oversight as to dark production to make sure stuff like this doesn't happen. This is interesting here. 
Because the moment you start doing that, you're starting to drive yourself down the pigeonhole of having to go back to correct things all the time. And it's funny that a couple of people see that, but also that was also kind of confirmed. Um, I, I heard another podcast say, and I believe somebody said it in TMZ as well, too, where they're just like, well, if this is this is what it's going to be, then that means that you're getting ready to censor essentially what got this person signed. This has been the gimmick since day one. He mm-hmm. didn't go to AEW and got on TMZ. He's TMZ and, and ended up on AEW, and this is now what he does. You know, he has a bigger platform now, so he's more notable. Noto- he has a, 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 a larger notoriety around him. Yep. <laughs> so that's my initial thoughts about it. I'm going to give it to you, Jamal, and I, I want to know your reactions to the segment and so, to the actions of Khan. So I watch Dark religiously, and, uh, you know, fan of Max Caster. I uh, heard what he said. Heard what he said as it premiered, and thought, okay. Now, with some context, of course, is uh, I grew up in the battle rap era. I grew up listening to much worse being said to men and women and everything in between uh, for sport, you know, for prize money, uh, because it was a battle. So, for uh, I think a lot of what Caster does flies over the head of people that don't know the aesthetic of battle rap. Um, you come out there and you're throwing some jabs, and it took a while for Taz and Excalibur to get it because they don't listen to rap. It took a longer while for uh, Paul White and Tony Schiavone to get it because they're definitely further removed from rap than Excalibur and Taz are. And then for people that are saying that. It's, um, uh, you know, that's Max Caster is making fun of Simone Biles. That's not what he said. You heard the tape. He didn't, it's a metaphor. He didn't disparage her in any way. Uh, he didn't speak to her in any way. Um, he didn't speak to her uh, issues in any way. He just made the statement that this happened as a reference to what he's going to do to his opponents. That's not a, um, a, a commentary on, on Simone Biles in any way. Um, and then he brings up the Duke case, which is interesting. Maybe that makes a lot less sense uh, than what he said, because if you remember the Duke case, it was an extortion case that yep. got the players acquitted um, immediately, uh, got the DA disbarred and kicked out of the county because of how frivolous the bullshit was. So so there's there's a lot of that. And it's also, <laughs> much to Joe's point, uh, it's most of the what people react to. Not only are people, people's immediate reaction was, oh my God, I can't believe he said that. Nobody seems seems to be talking about Julia and what he literally said about her. Right. So he didn't say anything about Simone Biles disparaging her. He didn't, he referenced erroneously um, a local-ish college uh, sports scandal for cheap uh, sports heat. But he actually said, and, and more than alluded to um, uh, Julia Julia Hart's fish taco, um, and people seem to be overlooking that part. And then there's other things too. You know, Joe brings up you yeah, know, read Jake this. Roberts, um, mm-hmm. Drive up in uh, Randy Rhodes on on TV. Um, people have a problem with the intergender stuff, and because men just can't hit women and all this other stuff too. Um, I'm not going to say that it's hypocritical because if you're offended, then you're offended. 
Um, and, and one person's offense does not speak for any larger group. But I will say that it is interesting where AEW gets to push the envelope. Mm -hmm. um, and, and of course, I think what they're doing is they're pushing the envelope and pushing the envelope and waiting for somebody to get mad so they can go, okay, we won't do that again. And that's um, unfortunate because if you are, you know, kowtowing to the uh, the critics online, then I, I think that that's a slippery slope, and that does come into uh, context. Uh, and I think context does does matter. And I think that that is, I, I mean, I do have a problem with that. You know, not everything has to be for you. Not everything has to be catered to your interest. Uh, so, and, and you know, for people saying like, well, they're making rape jokes on TV. No, if you understood what he said, that's wrong. That's that's an actual wrong assumption. So I, I just think it's kind of bullshit for um, for the con to backpedal and say, well, I'm going to handle dark. Okay, prove it. No, yeah, nobody's, nobody's actually asking for proof of that either. They're just saying, like, oh, part, that makes sense. I think I, a small I, part I, of it is real quick. A small part is that YouTube. For dark, like that's their revenue maker, you know, for, for dark is YouTube. So would that adhere to YouTube standards? Because people would accuse YouTube of being a, too, a little too uh, sensitive for Sir. certain things being put on their comment on their content. Full full blown battle raps go down on YouTube. <laughs> this is, I, I, I but that doesn't mean they're that doesn't mean they're not demonetized. I'm talking no. about. Oh no 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 no! You're not letting these high. I mean, look, I don't know how much you watch, but like these battle raps are very prominent still, and there's no way they would allow this content to get on YouTube if they could not mo uh, monetize it. They would they would just take it off. It's, 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 that was it'd be no point. No, yeah. I, I understand that. I'm only voicing it only because a good chunk of people were saying that that was a reason for him to try to play ball, potentially, to clean up the editing was for YouTube standards and practices. I, I think the line that pushed the, I think the line that got him over the hump, to Jamal's point, was talking about Julia Hart's you know what. And it's like, I, I, I think the headline said it, said it best in the society. She's 19, he's 32. Why are you talking about a, a 19 year old's you know what? And, I, and to that, I say, well, I'm glad this is 1965 because the, my parents' age difference is 15 years. So. Also, Castor's black and Julia's uh, white. So he would be Emmett Till with this uh, situation, too. That I, I was trying to steer clear of it, but you're absolutely right. Like, that's something that we can't ignore. You know, North it's like. North Carolina. Let's be honest. And they pulled out Jake the Snake Roberts, something Brandy Rhodes. If Jake the Snake came out and says some ish like that about Julia Hart, would anyone have batted an eyelash? No, exactly. Uh, so I'm not trying to say that's a main reason, but it's a I potential did, reason. I did, did I, I have a problem with it? No. I just want to say one thing. Like, this is regardless of how you feel about this, there's a huge disconnect from people. And I'll even bring up Little Nas X here, but there's a huge disconnect of people who just don't understand rap. It's not yeah. in your culture. You didn't grow up in it. It's not in your DNA. You may hear it. You may know lyrics, but you don't know what it. You don't know the feeling of it. You don't understand the the the, nope. the structure of it. You know, you're not. I didn't the, even get the reference of Duke Lacrosse. You see him mouth. Like, huh? Like he yeah. didn't even get the reference. So it's not it's not Looney Tune stuff. And I'm not saying he's the best lyricist out there, but I'm it's saying funny. for somebody I'll that is this. for somebody that's 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 brought up on this, that's that's what he does. 
He's taking time to put this together. And again, I'm mm-hmm. not condoning this or anywhere. I'm just saying that there's so, people who's trying to look it? look inside the hole and say, like, I understand what's happening here. This is no you different know. than NWA. Uh, when Cornette <laughs> made a reference oh, yes. that? Trevor Murdoch uh, mm-hmm. running like an Ethiopian after uh, fresh water. Piece of fried chicken. A piece of fried chicken. Uh, it's it, That aired. Mm-hmm. It, it, this, the show was taped. The show was edited. It made it to air. And then instead of editing the show, they just muted that line and moved on. Oh, we're sorry. This show was taped. It aired. Mm-hmm. No, And nobody uh, from last Wednesday when they taped it to Tuesday when it aired in that six days went, yo, we need to listen to Dark real quick. Like no, nobody did. None of the production Not staff. None of the people that heard it live. You know, none of the people, you know, that got feedback from the audience, like, yo, the audience is going off on, okay, okay. well. Yeah. And- I mean, I, I, I'm the reason why I call bullshit is because if there are two so few checks and balances between what makes it from um, the floor to air, then that's a bigger problem than Tony Khan saying, I'll just handle it. Yeah, I, I, I'll just say this, and then let's get to the news, and we can uh, start to coast for the for rest of the night. Again, when it comes down to hip hop, there's just it's 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 a culture, it's an understanding that a lot of people just don't, and they hear things and they, you know, they get around and knowing a few lyrics and they say I like that artist, but they don't really understand what it what it is. Again, uh, we're brought up in this. The Damien being from New York as well has has another very interesting aspect and view into what hip hop. Say hi. <laughs> Hey, what was that, Jamal? Can you hear you? So that, that's how New Yorkers say hi. Pretty much. Pretty hey, much. Jo- hey, Joe, thanks for tuning in tonight, man. I appreciate it. But it's, it, it is important to know that, like, to the point of, like, I don't know if I want to use the word ignorance, but this literally the lack of education where people are just like, wait, what they say? Wait, how am I supposed to feel about that? What no, should no, we no, do? Don't get me wrong. I don't, I, I'm not justifying what he, what you think as, you heard. As I said, as I uh, said, you know, yep. based on the fact that, oh, it's just better rap and, and you need to not be offended by it. Like, if not you're a, offended, not at all so being said. I yeah. personally am not. Uh, but I also think that a lot of people that are complaining are need to look at, the, at an actual transcript to see what exactly he said. Yeah, and, don't make it something that's not. Right, right. Don't make that. it something that's not. Um, and by the way, I'll just say, and I, I got I don't know how easily I can sugarcoat this, but I've had a talent tell me that their promoter mm-hmm. frequents to them to understand what their gimmick is. And the fact that they don't understand and anybody else that they just allow them to do whatever they want to do just because of the idea they don't know how to make what to make of it. Because of the cultural disconnect. Cool. Then that makes these uh, subjects very, uh, th- these makes these these subjects, you know, very uh, authentic as to who they are. Because they are, they get to be who they want to be without the overheads controlling it. Because overheads can't, because they don't know what's happening. They don't get and, it. Right. Yeah. Right. And by the way, I can, we can, all, we can, we can go back to the new day when they first formulated. They sure as hell wanted Kurt Franklin's God Property 3.0. And no. if you didn't know, that's that's 3.0 because there was a 2.0 in case you didn't know. <laughs> but like, could you imagine, could you imagine white folks telling three black men how to be black 
gospel phenom- for uh, uh, superstar phenomenal like wrestlers like that. Yes. What? Yeah, you're right. Yes, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> the Pope. Exactly. Uh, long <laughs> yeah, Let's, let's, let's go, man. Let's, let's hit the news. All right, so I'll make it quick. Uh, Max Caster, he got pulled from Beyond Wrestling Show tonight. Wait, did you say, did you say Rob Kellogg? <laughs> right. Keep moving. Um, <laughs> which is why his freestyle is the same freestyle every night. Right. So uh, Max Oh, Caster, by the way, by the way, I want, I want to add one more thing, too. And if you see the contrast between him and what he does on social media, you're like, well, who the hell is that guy? Right. He has a whole nother personality when he's out on his own. Which Yeah, I mean he needs his own show for real. <laughs> well, would they do that? Mm, well. <laughs> Go um, ahead. No more right, distractions. So, so Max Caster uh is no longer going to appear at the Beyond Wrestling Show tonight, which is actually happening right now up there in Worcester, Massachusetts. Um he got pulled and I believe Chris Dickinson is taking over. Um but either way, yeah, they uh Dirty no Dick. Uh, yeah, because that's okay. Uh, no reason was given for him being pulled, but um, uh, but yeah, if you were looking for him on that show, uh, that, that's a hard no. Um, out there in Vegas, SummerSlam is about two weeks away. Um, bring your mask. Uh, you might have to bring your vaccination card, so you might want to check with the LA uh, Clark County Department of Health um, because if SummerSlam does happen, it may uh, happen with uh, some uh, new COVID-based restrictions. So um, as of right now, as the situation is unfolding, as the public health crisis unfolds, um, definitely bring your vaccination card out west uh, if you're going to go. Uh, try to get vaccinated just because it's a, it's a good thing to do. But if you're not going to get vaccinated, you, you're really rolling the dice. Uh, but some of that's supposed to go down on August 21st, which is a Saturday. Uh, Glory by Honor, uh, that's actually uh, Friday, August 20th, and Saturday, August 21st, from the ECW Arena up in Philly. Uh, if you have the Honor Club, then you're already down. Um, the big match on night one is Flip Gordon versus Bandito, who is the Ring of Honor champion. Uh, night two, it's um, Delirious, Hollow Wicked, and Frightmare, Incoherence versus Shane Taylor Promotions. Uh, mm. That's for the Ring of Honor six-man tag team titles. Hey, um, sh- hey, 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 put, put, put a little bit more respect on them. Shout out to those Chikar guys uh, uh, getting back into the groove of thing. I haven't heard their names in a, in a second. Right. Um, yeah, so that's going to be a very, a very interesting show. Uh, Chelsea Green will d- debut on night two versus Willow and uh, Chelsea Green and Willow Nightingale versus Roxy and Miranda Alizé. Uh, that should be uh, a match of interest. So if you're up in Philly, uh, Ring of Honor has you know, got you SummerSlam weekend. Uh, Bet Online. I've never heard of them, but apparently they're an online sports book based on the moon some damn where. But uh, they are apparently taking the odds of who CM Punk's first opponent will be. Um, <laughs> right. Jesus. Uh, the the um, long shot are at the 10-1 to 1 is Sting. The favorite is Darby Allen at 1-1. to 1, uh, Daniel Bryan's 2-1. to 1. So, uh, you know, place your bets down on who Sting will... Uh, not Sting, but who... Uh, CM Punk, Punk will first uh, face in uh, AEW, assuming that he's actually coming. But yeah, bet your rent on this now. Except don't, because we never told you that. Um, right. Right. So if you are, uh, unfortunately, a uh, Facebook message was posted, and it was from uh, a lady named Debbie Eaton Lewis. Uh, she is the sister of beautiful Bobby Eaton, and she announced his death on Facebook on Thursday. 
Uh, he was 62 years old. No official uh, reasoning was given for his uh, for his passing. But um, yeah, it's a damn shame. You know, Midnight Express, one of the greatest of all time. Uh, Bobby Eaton, uh, one of the greatest of all time, dead at 62. Uh, Peyton Royce, congratulations, you played yourself. Uh, she <laughs> announced yes. on a podcast that she was had the idea of breaking up the Iconics, not Vince. Um, she did wow. it, and because she, one of the singles run, could she have presented it in a different way, similar to how Big E has a singles run now? Possibly. But congratulations, uh, you played Matt- yourself. Yeah, imagine if Petty Vince was activated back then. He'd be like, oh, so you're out here letting people just rag my name through the dirt, huh? Okay, cool. Right. Uh, according to Sports Illustrated, Bray Wyatt does have the standard 90 release, 90 day no compete clause uh, mm-hmm. on his contract as he was let go uh, earlier this week. Good um, for him. Yeah, I mean, because you know, okay. if he had thirty, if he had thirty days, then that's just less paychecks he get at the time. So he got kids. Yeah, so, so 90 works beneficial to him, you know? Right. Um, so then, of course, uh, last thing, uh, State of Nevada and the CDC do not currently require proof of vaccination to attend events. However, uh, Allegiant Stadium's COVID-19 protocols are subject to change, uh, which means that masks are mandated, and uh, whether regardless of vaccination status, you must wear a mask while inside of the stadium unless you are actively eating or uh, drinking at your seat. Um, mm-hmm. Last thing, uh, of course, is uh, Hoodslam. Uh, they have an indie show out there in uh, Oakland that's happening tomorrow. The Scenic City Invitational was this weekend. Um, AEW has new shows uh, in, in the Chicago area. Limitless has new shows in Maine. SmackDown's tomorrow. Ring of Honor's tomorrow. Uh, GCW's out in Los Angeles on Saturday. VXS is in Southern South Jersey. Time Bomb Pro Wrestling in North Dakota. If, you, if that's, a, that's a promotion I want to see live. Um, they're running the show this Saturday. Uh, WWE has a house show. I have no idea why they're doing house shows, but they're going to be in beautiful Fort Myers, Florida. They're coming to they're coming to um, DC September 11th. House show. Hard. Pass. Oh yeah. Hard pass. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, so that that's a that's a thing that happened. Uh, and then of course you have uh, Rev Pro in um, Southern England. Uh, they're doing a show on Sunday. Uh, IWTV 100 is in South Jersey uh, at the CZW Arena, so it's a lot, of, a lot more indie wrestling popping up. Uh, WXW 20th anniversary, just so much more indie wrestling happening over the weekend, and that's the news for the week. And then, uh, with that being said, then that would do it for tonight's episode here. Actually, so, yeah. can I take 30 seconds to say something about Beautiful Bobby? Yes. So, really quick, when I when I think of the television title, I think beside Arn Anderson, I think Beautiful Bobby. Growing up as a WCW fanboy as a kid, before the NWO came out, I love that he reinvented himself as Earl of Eaton with his tag team, the Blue Bloods, 